and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm Jeff Lee, editor of Cargo Facts, and it's Friday the 17th of November. This week, I was at the Dubai Air Show, where plenty of passenger-related announcements dominated the headlines. Of course, that doesn't mean that there aren't things happening in the freighter segment, and that's certainly true of Astral Aviation, based in Kenya. I stopped by Astral's booth to catch up with founder and CEO Sanjeev Gadia. Hi Sanjeev, uh, good to see you here at the Dubai Air Show. Uh, first of all, how, how's the show been for you? The show has been really great, Jeff. Welcome to the Astral Aviation booth. We're the only African airline to mm. be present here. And we also feel that in terms of cargo, cargo is not represented very well at the Dubai Air Show. I wish there were more cargo airlines. Uh, yeah, you can just count them by the, with your fingertips. Mm. So Dubai is a very important hub for us. It is the second uh, uh, largest hub after the Nairobi hub. And we place a lot of emphasis in Dubai. Uh, the opportunity of being an exhibitor here has been amazing. We've been able to connect with our clients and also with our partners. Right. And uh, yeah, so speaking of uh, Africa, um, we all know what the rest of the world um, is like in terms of a slowing market. Uh, what's your perspective um, being based in Kenya? The, when I look at uh, the African market, I can divide it into two categories, intra-Africa and out of Africa. So when I look at the intra-African market, the market is still doing very, very well. We're seeing very good load factors on the intra-African sector, which we cover from our Nairobi hub. And, and we're actually seeing a market which is going to grow next year, uh, because we're seeing more trade between African countries, and we're seeing more and more cargo coming through our Nairobi hub. So it's such a pleasure and opportunity for us to be in Nairobi, which is the premier cargo hub. We've got five airside terminals. We've got the best handling and uh, and, and, and the best uh, facilities that are there. And we have a lot of airlines also coming into Nairobi. So the intra-African market, I would say, compared to 2022, has actually grown by about 5%. But next year, we we're going to be expecting a double-digit growth. And we're very confident about the long-term uh, growth of the intra-African market. Having said that, the market to and from Africa has not done very well, unfortunately. Uh, some of the key markets, such as South Africa, has actually experienced uh, overcapacity, which has resulted in lower yields. But what we're actually seeing also, Jeff, is that we're seeing the amount of cargo volumes dropping by as much as 30% into Africa. And when you look at markets like uh, Lagos, Johannesburg, Nairobi, Addis Ababa, we're seeing a significant reduction in payload. And that has also resulted in significant uh, reduction in yields. Uh, when you look at the perishable exports from Nairobi, Nairobi is the biggest perishable hub in Africa. Nairobi accounts for a significant amount of uh, perishable exports. I would say about 250,000 tons of perishables exported. So when you're looking at the perishables market, the perishables market has actually been stagnant. I can't say that we've seen any growth. It is the same level of growth and the reason for that is the recession in Europe. Europe uh, is, is not buying as many flowers as they were buying before. So we're very lucky that the uh, period between 2022 and 2023 has not seen a growth, but we've not seen a decline. Uh, what we're actually seeing also is more volumes going into the Middle East. So we've actually been flying 
into Dubai. Uh, we've been operating scheduled services. We've been getting a lot of flowers, wedge and meat. We're seeing a 15% increase on our load factors into Dubai. However, there's a problem because from Dubai back into Africa, we're actually seeing a situation where there's a lot of cargo moving on belly uh, capacity, and that is actually uh, more or less made it a bit difficult for us to optimize on the return sector. Hmm. Um, well, uh, you know, with the growing uh, market within Africa, um, you're also planning um, to grow your fleet um, to match that. Um, now, do you have several, uh, I guess, several on several fronts? Uh, but let's talk about the uh, 767 or the medium wide body side first. Um, you've got one 767200, um, but you, uh, I think you previously said that you wanted to add a 300. Yes, <coughs> we have uh, deferred of a Boeing 767-300 delivery from August 2023 due to market conditions and we've deferred it to quarter one of 2024. We have been looking at the Boeing 767-300 for a while and we've been very fortunate that ATSG, which is the world's largest lessor of the 767-300, has been very supportive of us. The 767-200 is also from them. So we have plans to acquire two Boeing 767-300 freighters one which we deferred from August, which we will be expecting to take delivery in April. Then we're looking at the other one, which we will be looking at by the middle of the year. The 767-300 is a very important part of our strategic fleet expansion, and it will actually enable us to also look at uh, operating into new markets, which the 767-200 is not able to. In addition to the Boeing 767s, we're also the launch customer for the Empire 190 freighter, scheduled to arrive in November 2024, we've been working very closely with Embraer. We've got a lot of fantastic data. We're really excited because the Embraer 190 freighter would make a very, very good freighter not only in Africa for the hub and spoke, but we believe that the, seven, the Embraer 190 freighter would also do very well in Europe. We are also considering placing the Embraer 190 freighter on a European AOC, which will enable us to offer it to the integrators and to some of the uh, uh, postal companies on an ACMI basis. So we're, we're putting a lot of bets on the Embraer 190 freighter. We have plans to become the largest Embraer 190 freighter operator in the world. And, and we believe that that segment of the 12 to 13 tons is a segment which will do very, very well for e-commerce, oil and gas, and the postal companies. And when you're actually seeing loads coming down for the classics, we feel that the Embraer would be a very good option which could fill the gap. So the Embraer 190 is also on the cards. And then of course, in addition to the uh, Boeing 767-300 and the Embraer 190, we also, uh, we've also got LOIs for the A330-300. However, due to delays being experienced by AFW, it's quite likely that those aircraft would actually arrive after 2025. So we may still consider it, but it all depends on how we experience 2024. And uh, last but not the least, the aircraft that I'm so optimistic about is the 777-300, the twin jet. I think that aircraft will do so well out of, out of uh, Africa. And, and because the 747 carries a lot of perishables, we believe the uh, payload to volume ratio on the 777-300 would actually be better than the 747-400. <coughs> so we are very, very keen. We've uh, had a very good opportunity to have some uh, preliminary discussions with ACAP. Uh, we're not uh, uh, ready yet 
to make a commitment, but we expect that by the first quarter of 2024, we would be looking at uh, taking on a very a big commitment for the 777-300s. And we're very confident because we've seen this project from inception. I've had the opportunity of being in uh, Tel Aviv to see the uh, first 777. And I believe in the quality of IAI and the expertise of AirCap. And together, the 777 will be a game changer. So this is the aircraft that I'm the most optimistic about. And it is an aircraft for the next generation. Right, and uh, I mean today we were just uh, in the, the second prototype, and it's yes. uh, something else to, to it's, see it. It's remarkable, and you know when I look at the growth of the perishable sector in Africa, I believe the triple sevens will actually give us a better range, a lower cost per ton, and, and of course we will also have a, a, a lesser impact on the on, on the environment. And this is something where we feel that the seven four seven is losing out on. But because the 777s are delayed because of the STC and various other reasons, we remain very confident that as soon as they're ready for service, we will actually be one of the happiest customers for them. So uh, just lastly, um, you were talking about um, your potential um, AOC in Europe. Yes. Um, what can you tell me um, about that? I mean, how long has it been um, in the works and, and where in Europe? Exactly. Yeah, so Jeff, uh, because of the market conditions, we have actually postponed our decision to acquire a European AOC and uh, we feel that the Irish AOC would be the best one for us. Uh, we've spent a lot of time on it. It's just that the market conditions and because of the delay of the A330-300 freighters, which is what we wanted to place in Europe, we actually decided to postpone our decision by 12 months. However, in the interim period, we've actually been having some discussions with another AOC partner who would be very, very keen to provide us with AOC support for our Embraer 190 freighter project. And this is something that we would be looking at as an interim measure until such time that we can actually be able to restart our plans for the uh, new AOC because a new AOC takes up a lot of resources, it takes up a lot of time. And, and we've actually felt that uh, this may not be the right time. So we've decided that let's try and do it when the market conditions have improved and when we get a more realistic arrival date on the uh, A330-300s. Mm. Because the Boeing fleets and the Embraer fleets will continue to be supported on the Astral AOC, but the Airbus 330-300, we would prefer to keep it on a foreign AOC. Right. Interesting. Um, well, uh, you've got uh, a lot of projects in the works, uh, yes. but uh, we look forward to, to seeing these happen. And you, um, yeah, look forward to catching up with you soon, maybe uh, in Amsterdam in February. Yes, definitely. I think I, I will definitely be there, and I look forward to seeing you there. And uh, I'd like to thank you for uh, coming by Great. to the Astral booth. Thank you so much, Sanjay. Thank you, Jeff. And that was Sanjeev Gadia, founder and CEO of Astral Aviation, joining me live from the Dubai Air Show. And that's it for today. For more multimedia coverage like this, search Cargofax Connect on iTunes and Spotify and visit cargofax.com. Thank you very much for tuning in and join us again next time.